0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: My Mac Podcast 433. Made in America. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 433, Made in America. Actually, Gaz, I think you did it much better than I did.
0: I don't think so. (laughs) We had had a bit of a debate, didn't we, Guy, whether I should say uh, Made in America or (laughs) to do as I did. And I (laughs) think it sounds better the way I did it, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole the whole point was to have the the you know the the cool English accent in the 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 first part, but then to go total redneck when it came to yeah, but America. the
0: But the, the problem was the problem was cool English accent. Well, that's not really me, is it? And and the redneck <laughs> pseudo American accent. Well, it's not really me either. So <laughs> I
1: think, I think we failed on two well, it fronts. What could worse. There. I, Yeah, I, I could have I could have tried to do uh, an English accent. <laughs> Yeah, I think no. I would have got the redneck your, part okay.
0: Your your English accent is probably better than my American accent, but there you go. And, and uh. incredibly, incredibly, and it may be too early, we've not had any responses to my Australian accent from last week. So perhaps people actually no. thought it was an Australian accent. <laughs>
1: Either that or, or, you know, all the people that uh, listen to the show in Australia, they're just biding their time, Gaz. Yeah,
0: that's more like it, yeah. There there was a quick (laughs) slap of the forehead, (laughs) how bad it was, and and, yeah, they'll get me back.
1: It's like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll see him someday.
0: Funnily enough, when I read that, what you'd put in there, Made in America, I actually read it as Made in Mercia, and I thought, what's he talking about being, you know, because Uh, Mercia used to be a a part of the UK, you know, a part of England when uh, in the good old days, as it were, it's still some parts (laughs) of the country. Some people still know areas as Mercia. So uh, um, I I completely misread that.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's let's move on. Um, Let's move on. Let's let's move on. Uh, Believe it or not, folks, we actually have a new way. For you to contact us, uh, because, I mean, it wasn't enough to have Twitter, email, Facebook, Skype, uh, and the web in general. That that wasn't enough. No, 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 no. Uh, and phone. Earlier Did today. Phone? Did you say Skype? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I said Skype. Skype phone. Not yeah, so. our, our Skype phone number, which is area code 703-436-9501, which... Um, uh i i would say that nobody calls it but i can't say that this week uh we actually do have a couple of calls which we will get excellent. to in a little bit excellent yeah uh but i i went over to what i had considered to be the uh tumbleweeds you know blowing through the wind community that that i thought was was google plus and yeah. i saw I think, and I actually, I think it was for the, the Mac geek Gab that they had, you know, made a a Google plus community over there. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll I'll give that a try. So I, I went ahead and I I made the Google plus community for the, basically my Mac podcast and uh, went through the contacts that I had in Google plus and threw out a bunch of invites. Wasn't really expecting much to happen. And I swear to God, within ten minutes, there were already comments coming in. And I was I was really, really blown away. I, I couldn't believe it. And now I can't oh, here we go. I got so many friggin' tabs open here in Safari that I I couldn't find uh, my uh, the, the thing that I had. Actually, and you know who the let me see who the very first person to comment was? Uh Paul Bartlett. And because basically I had put something that, uh, that it was exclusive in, you know, in whatever the, the weird thing that I put in. And he said that he felt that it felt pretty exclusive. So I let him know that uh, only the very best are allowed to join the MyMac podcast Google Plus community. Or, of course, those who have stumbled drunkenly onto it and in an alcoholic-fueled binge decided to accidentally hit the join button. And Paul said he resembles that remark, <laughs> but I mean, with just a few hours in, because it was just this morning when I did it, we already have 33 people that are following it, and well, quite a few comments. Uh, I I was blown ho- away.
0: Hopefully, what will happen is this will take over your um, your passion of obsession. Facebook likes. Yeah, obsession, <laughs> a, a, a passion, um, uh, obsession of getting Facebook likes, and then we can you know we can leave that alone, and, and people can relax. And, and chillax, rather than having to concentrate on keeping you happy with Facebook.
1: <laughs> on, on, my, on my paranoid delusions. Ah, So, okay, so I, I, this has been kind of a short week. Yes, because, it has. Uh, we just recorded last Tuesday, and now here it is Sunday. We're back to our, our regularly scheduled time for recording the podcast. So I, I don't think there's probably a whole lot going on, uh, but uh, apparently, yes yes gaz does have some stuff going on
0: <laughs> yeah i've actually ordered a two but uh, two terabyte seagate external hard drive which hopefully will be with me next week i don't know if i mentioned previously but i've got a toshiba two terabyte external hard drive which i'd had connected to my airport extreme but it was a usb3 drive now i don't know whether that meant anything or not but certainly there was a, a slightly different connector that i was using and it seemed to be a bit of a pain, actually. Anyway, this, this drive basically failed. And after a discussion you had, with You it, couldn't
1: have had it that long if it's USB 3. Well, no, a few weeks. Had it a few weeks. And oh, uh, it
0: basically just wouldn't work. It wouldn't fail. I'd, I'd, I'd had problems with it trying to uh, partition the disks. And, and it just kept seemingly going wrong. So after a bit of a conversation with the manufacturer or with the, the, the reseller, Um, who initially said well we will send you a replacement and i thought "Mm, i'm not really sure i want another Mm. one of these drives to be perfectly honest with you but if that's the only option open to me let's go with it anyway they messed up they messed up on collecting and i started writing snotty emails about you know having to wait around and organize my life around them collecting a device which is broken and it's you know their problem and they said okay if you can send it back i said well what at my cost no they said no no we'll reimburse you the cost of the freight i said good um and I'd, i'm starting to get fed up with this service and um uh, that's what i told them and the fact that you know it um it was causing me a, a just a pain to, to deal with. They said, just send it back and we'll. Emotional we'll
1: distress. You. That, that's we'll what re- you tell your solicitor when you send it. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll, re- we'll reimburse you for the drive as well rather than just replacing it. So um, obviously, I, I thought, well, I still need a drive because I want to use this for the time, time machine backup. So at this point in time, I'm only with my normal clones. I've, got, I've basically lost my time machine backups. So uh, I'll yeah. have to restart those when I get that next week. But um, hopefully, when I get it back, I'll I'll put it back onto the Airport Extreme, and hopefully that'll see it. If it doesn't, however, I'll add it to the Mac Media, uh, the Mac Mini Media Center, which I've got, which is pretty much always on. So the machines, the other machines on the network, should be able to see it and back up through um, through that device. But um, yeah, cool. so that's really the only uh, stuff that I've done this week, to be perfectly honest with you guys.
1: Uh, well, I'm I'm kind of in a somewhat of a similar boat, but but not for myself personally. Uh, I, th- I think I was telling you about this last week. Uh, a, a friend of mine from work has a friend who is a relatively new Mac user, and mm-hmm. her internal drive had failed on her MacBook Pro, and yes. so she took it into Apple. Apple replaced the drive, but then wanted to charge her like 450 bucks to try to get as much of the data as they could off of the failed drive and she was like well you know I'm, so it, uh, you know yay I got this new drive but boo what about all my data yep. so Tony who knows that I'm uh, uh, this you know Mac madman uh, came to me at work and handed me the drive and asked how much I could get off of it so I said well I'll take a look at it I mean if it's if it's like a serious hardware problem on the drive and I can't even get it to boot then it, it won't matter everything is gone And she had pictures from her father who had recently passed away and and all that. And nothing was backed up. So I was like, so the pressure was on. I went ahead, hooked it up, managed to to get it connected to my desktop. And the first thing I did was, uh, you know, I I went and I had to turn off all of her um, uh, accounts because, you know, all the disks had the the little minus symbol on them because they were all tied to her account. So I, yeah. I made the, the disk and all the data on the disk it, it, that I could see uh, read, write everyone there in the, you know, the good, good old Git info and started, you know, kind of weird the way that I had to do it because I, I couldn't just say import this iPhoto library. That wasn't going to work because, I mean, it was gigabytes of data and the drive just would not stay connected. So I, I clicked on iPhoto. And then hit the, um, oh, what's that called? Um, I'm losing my mind. Hold on. I'll tell you in just a second here. Or maybe not. What's that? (laughs) Uh, Show package contents. There we go. I'm so, so sorry. Show package contents, which took me a little bit deeper into it. And then there's a folder there that's called uh, Master. And Master has all of the, the pictures and everything in it. And that's broken down in two years, and then the years are broken down in the months and days and all the rest of that. And one folder at a time, I started transferring data off that disk to uh, a separate disk on my my Mac Pro. And I managed to get about 90% of all the stuff that she had there. There were two days and I think about a hundred pictures that i it just would not transfer. It, it wouldn't even come up in the finder when I would click on one of those files. I would just get the spinning beach ball and then the drive would disconnect. So I did get most of it. And, and this, is, this is a hard lesson for this woman to, to face, but it's something that you know, we were talking about last week. Please, please, please remember to back up your stuff because if you don't, once it's gone, it's gone. And it's gone forever. So, please remember to back up all your stuff. Here, here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's, yeah, let's not mention those, uh, the people, those other people. Uh, let's go over to, we don't really have a whole lot for uh, the MyMac.com articles, because it, it really wasn't that long ago. Uh, yeah, the, the first true. one up is, yeah, it was just what last Tuesday when we recorded. Now it's only yeah. Sunday. Uh, yep. The first one is a review of OS X Support Essentials Apple Pro Training Series, and it's by Mark Seely. Mountain Lion Mac OS 10.8 has matured remarkably quickly. As has now become the norm, printed guides, tutorials, reference books, and introductions of all sorts have appeared equally speedily in the months following Mountain Lion's release. Indeed, we have already reviewed Galen Grumman's Bible, which is put out by Wiley. Uh, most of these titles reflect the fact that, good and stable though it is, Mountain Lion has a few starting or groundbreaking aspects. It hardly contains enough new features to fill a substantial book of its own, so it is with this Mountain Lion volume in the Apple Pro Training Series, OS X Support Essentials by Kevin M. White and Gordon what is that? Davison? Davison. Not Davidson. Davison. Davison. Uh, the prose is that it's Davison. Um <laughs> actually I guess that would be uh Dordan Gavison. <laughs> never mind, never mind. Uh the pros are it's authoritative, accurate, and useful, well produced, thorough and broad coverage of all relevant topics, expertly written and, and conceived along sound. Oh, I can't even say that. <laughs> Peda, pedagogical g- 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 Go- lines. Go- P- pedagogical. That almost sounds like a phobia word. It really Pedago- does. You know, you're pedagog- afraid of, of pedestrians. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're afraid of cons. Yeah,
1: of pedaling pedestrians, which doesn't even make any sense. Uh, the cons is that it's a little overpriced, but it still gets a uh, a MyMac rating of. Ah, damn it. 10 out of 10. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive.
0: Okay, yeah. next on the website. And Ooh. that was quite a, a, <laughs> a big piece that I put in there. But uh, there is still, yeah, much, still much, much more to go over and read. And I think we've got a little bit of Skype delay, guys. So sorry about that. Um, okay. Yeah. I- iOS Gaming Tech Fan Podcast 101. Owen Rubin joins Tim and David to discuss gaming on iOS the new IMAX, a better electronics duster, and so much more.
1: Yeah, I listened to that one. That was – the whole the – whole th- they were just going on and on about that, that electronics duster, and it was cracking me up. And it's always good to hear uh, Owen on, uh, on a podcast. And you know what we didn't do last week, and we were very remiss on this, is that we didn't congratulate Tim and David on – one hundred episodes of the tech fan podcast, Way to go guys. I mean that is something in this day and age with how podcasts come and go that that is a an amazing milestone.: Yeah, and this Skype delay. actually, uh we're going to take a short break while we try to deal with this Skype delay, folks, so hang on. We'll be
0: right back. Boy, that was a quick break.' We'll yeah. be back. Eh, I bet they didn't even notice the join. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> they, well, they we won't have after quick... I get done editing.
0: <laughs> we got some feedback from Twitter. Yeah. There's a surprise. Yeah, boy, did we. Um, <laughs> Alistair Jenks came back with an option for the midsection that we had last week, Chuck, which was yeah. talking about online backup. Um, and he mentioned that CrashPlan will will allow the daughter's computers to back up to dads as soon as they arrive on the same network. So it looks like CrashPlan's got a few more options as well. Yep. So another, op- another option for... Um, for backing up to the Webosphere, if I can call it that.
1: Sure. Hey, it's our show. You can call it whatever you want. I want to call <laughs> the Webosphere Fred. The
0: worldwide, uh, the worldwide good, Fred. That, that's a good name because my best man at my wedding was called Fred. <laughs> um, Al- Alistair Jenks also <laughs> complimented um, you, I assume, on excellent zedding.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am an expert zetter. Nobody Zed's like I can.
0: That's very true.
1: Do you want want to take the next one? Uh, Sure. From Mark Shepard, he says that uh, if he doesn't like our podcast for the week, he inflicts pain onto himself until he does. That's what I call dedication. (laughs) Dedication. (laughs) Thank you, Mark.
0: (laughs) Uh, Khaled also thinks he forgot to check for a prize. Yeah,
1: yeah, sure you did, Khaled. (laughs) yeah let me uh, let me check my files there Nope 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 No no I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. uh Mike McPeak. Mike McPe- Flash my name Flash by nature. <laughs> oh okay hold on. There okay. Uh, Mike Mcpeak and Julie Kuehl. Take me to task for not knowing how to pronounce Julie's last name. By the way, oh, I it's I just screwed it up again. By the way, <laughs> it's Keel. For some reason, I was thinking. Oh God, it's Keel. That, that was so much funnier because yeah. I was thinking,
0: did you do that on purpose no. or did you do it by mistake? No, because <laughs> anyway, let me let me be honest. I still prefer Keel. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she is. And the weird thing was after they took me to, and we're not going to go through the whole twitter conversation no. but no, it's she, about
0: six pages long. yeah
1: she and mike mcpeak kept uh, kept on talking about it. it went in all different kinds of weird directions when you too can follow the weirdness of of the guy and gaz twitter feed by simply going to twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz and following us g-u-y-a-n-d-g-a-z <laughs> i had to i had to let you have the zed
0: Okay, so we—I tweeted, or uh, sorry, I tweeted—we tweeted, we tweeted uh, um, at the end of last week's show. Just finished recording this week's podcast. We enjoyed it. Let's hope you will too. Uh, Magnetico replied, "Might as well. I can't get my money back." <laughs> <laughs> A Mark Shepard came on with, um, if not at first, I'll twist my own arm till I love it. There's a resounding theme with Mark's listening to our podcast. He has to inflict self-pain and um, self-harm onto himself. So uh, I'm a bit concerned about that.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, I honestly, I've listened back because I, I have to listen to our show, you know, other than through the editing process. But I, I give it a, a listen all the way through to the very, very end before I, I let Gaz and Tim know that it's done. Mark, and, I, f- I, I feel s- your pain, Mark.
0: Oh, I've got to say, actually, Guy, um, to, to everybody listening, you should always listen to the very end. Because I tell you what, Guy, and you know you can stop blushing now, Guy, <laughs> but Guy put some absolute nuggets at the end of uh, the show. So uh, you should stay tuned until the yeah. very last second.
1: And you know what the weird part is, Gaz? I used to go to this one site that had a, a bunch of limericks and just read those off. But I got taken to task. Apparently, somehow, one of the ones I read, the person that actually wrote it was upset that I had read it. And she took me to task for it and was like, oh, you can't do that. I want you to take that. It's like, lady, number one, it's a limerick. Number two, the show's already recorded and out there. And lots of people have it. So, you know, just give it a rest. But after that, I was like, you know what? It, it's not that hard to, to, to write limericks. <laughs> You'll so, do your own. Oh, so I just figured oh, I had the hell with her. I'll just do my own.
0: Ah. Now, we've also got some uh, feedback to um, the Google Plus group as, as Guy actually mentioned. Um, we're not going to go through the, all of the feedback because you'll, you'll just get bored, and you, you, you folks listening, should be on there reading it anyway. But the first one I actually enjoyed, which which was from Steve McShane, or the yeah, I enjoyed the very first one, but this one made me smile. He says, "Love it." Now I really have to figure out G plus. <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. perfectly honest with you, Steve, I'm in the same boat. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, no, you 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 said you said that we got some audio feedback. or Are you going to go on some more feedback uh, on G plus?
1: Um, now nah, let's just go to the audio. You guys just go and listen. Good man, go, listen. Uh, go and listen to the to the written feedback at Google plus. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you should do. <laughs> uh, we did get some feedback this week. Uh, two of them, as a matter of fact, and one here is from my brother Larry. I have not listened. Now I've you know put both of these into soundboard but i have not listened all the way through to either one so this is this is a new one for me too uh first one's going to be from larry hi guy and games this is larry uh, uh calling regarding show 430 uh and, and that that lovely sentiment of brotherhood uh, <laughs> i guess i would i have to say uh hi uh other than that, all great. Hurling down the highway. Apparently everyone loves my like, term hurling too, so with that, later. Bye. Thanks, Larry. Actually, you know, better to hurdle down the highway than be hurling down the highway. Uh, have you Very true. Yeah, you know what hurling is? Yes. Okay, I because that actually happened to me once when I was driving. <laughs> I had the flu. I had the flu and started coughing, and then the next thing I know, and I was probably doing 60, 70 miles an hour. I can't even imagine what that must have looked like from somebody next to me in the car right next to me. Oh, oh God. Anyway, um, on that disgusting <laughs> note, um, <laughs> and, and – uh, we have we have a visit from from an old
0: friend. I actually thought hurling was a, an Irish uh, game. Actually,
1: well, it is, but it it has a, a different meaning over here in the U.S. And I'm sure most people have, have figured out just what that other. Yes, they was. have. Move on. Move okay, on. Okay, okay. This I'm sure you'll recognize this voice. Hey, there's my two favorite geeks, G and G. I've missed you. This is Eddie. I've been on a secret mission. In Uncharted having Pina Coladas and margaritas and hurricanes and Key West. I wish. <laughs> Sorry I haven't called in a while. I've been listening. Always listening. Uh, I've just been uh, so busy over here. I know. That's not an excuse. Please forgive me. Please forgive, forgive me, you, guys. Please take me to Macworld. Please. Please. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, Eddie. If you can, you should. You should go out to MacWorld. Uh, speaking of which, it is now official. I am going to MacWorld. I f- should have oh, mentioned that sh- right it- at the very beginning, I, but I forgot. That's to do for so. sure.
0: That's for sure. Is it?
1: Yes. Yes. Because I've already spent the money to to get out to San Francisco and have a place to stay that, that doesn't involve sleeping in a public park. So, uh, but it was. It was. Well, a- I'll 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 be there with you in spirit. Oh how you really should go. Um, well obviously not this year. <laughs> <laughs> no. And hopefully hopefully uh, the show will go on for, for many, many more years because it really, really is a lot of fun. And uh the, the only kind of sad note is uh this will be the first year in all the years that I've been going that uh Tim is Tim uh Robertson isn't gonna be able to go because he is just like super, super uber busy opening up an, like he's open, they're opening up a new Mac specialist store in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Now they just opened the one in Chicago and it's been such a big hit that, you know, some outside people have come in and they want to open up a new store. So they've got this new store going in, in Kalamazoo. So Mac specialist, Tim and uh, Adam and, and all the rest of the guys over there at Mac specialist. Well done. Good job. Yeah. And thank you to okay. Larry and Eddie for calling in. It really, yeah, really lifts my spirit. Eddie, when we get Scott Eddie, calls, Eddie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But Eddie, don't apologize. You do really don't have to apologize. We, we, we love you all the same.
1: Yep. Um,
0: in huh. a manly
1: way. <laughs> yeah, not, that, not that, that weird kind of... Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, um, tech, before I say something of, that will get me in trouble.
0: <laughs> tech news of the weird. Did you like this one, Guy?
1: Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And, and you know what? I've got all of these... Oh, there we go. No, I still had it. I, I, was, I was saying that, that uh, I, I did have it up in a browser window, but then I thought I'd gotten rid of it, but I still have it. And yeah, I okay. like this one. So go ahead and read the headline.
0: I'll, I'm going to read the headline, and Guy might take you a little bit further into uh, the intricacies. Huh. Cash-strapped cash Swaziland, that's with a Z, Urged to hike <laughs> wi- Witch Doctor Tax. Let me <laughs> just repeat that. Cash-strapped Swaziland, with a Z, Z. urged to hike witch doctor tax.
1: And <laughs> this this is a story from Reuters. Uh, a Swazi member of parliament has urged the government to hike taxes on traditional healers and soothsayers to help solve a funding crisis in Africa's last absolute monarchy. Uh, these mediums, sometimes known as sangomas, I think that's how you say it, uh, in the landlocked southern African nation, pay an annual 10 of uh, whatever they call their money, about 72 pence license fee. Uh, but this... A- A- Emma, Emma Laganini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, That's right up there with the South African Rand, the British pound, and the US dollar. Uh, an MP over there has said that they jacked up their fees fourfold in the last few years and that they should pay more. And the, yeah. the crazy thing here is... Uh, apparently, Swaziland has a budget deficit of about 15%, and the government has managed to keep itself afloat by by basically running through their cash reserves and delaying payment to the wages of their civil servants. Because the IMF won't bail them out because the king has apparently like a dozen wives and a personal fortune at $200 million, and he refuses to <laughs> cut royal or military spending. Yeah, so what are you going to do? You're going to you're going to add a tax onto witch doctors. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And you know, Swaziland okay. is not that big a place. I really can't see a budget deficit being made up at seventy two pence per person from the witch doctors. Just don't see it.
0: <laughs> I did like that one. Okay, shall I
1: take us out? Uh, what about this uh, this other thing? What other thing? Just above the tech news of the weird.
0: Oh, I was hoping we'd get away with that. <laughs> okay. That, like, let this
1: be the very last time.
0: <laughs> okay. We actually had another phobie word of the day sent through to us. Do you know, Guy, I actually missed that because i would skipped onto it. Because in my mind, the phobie word dead. of the day was dead. It was dead. <laughs> no, no. It was kept alive by our good friend Magnetico, who said a phobie word to end all phobie words is logophobia or verbophobia, which is actually a fear of words.
1: <laughs> so let let phobie word of the day die with that, and we'll let Magnatico have the last word Please, 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 please do not send us any more phobie words of the day because we will feel honor bound to talk about them on the show and we don't want to talk about them anymore. So, (laughs) you know, if if, if there is some kind of segment that you guys think would be funny or it'd be a a great replacement for phobie word of the day, great. We'll be more than happy to entertain it. But please, no more phobie words of the day. Let it go. Just let it go. Gaz I, I, of suppose, go, I, su- I, su- I suppose
0: the silly thing is though actually it wasn't phobia word of the day it was phobia word of the week because we only come out once
1: a week. Yeah well yeah but Gary Aptor wants us to record every day for an hour. That's true.
0: That's <laughs> true. If, and if only we could we would. We would but we can't so okay. we won't. So and oh. Gaz
1: please on that note get us out of here.
0: Stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back.
1: Oh that's got hurt. It- guy have you heard about not another mac podcast oh not another mac podcast yeah so you've heard of it then heard of what not another mac podcast Gaz, you keep repeating yourself i'm just telling you the name of the show no you don't you keep telling me about not another mac podcast yep that's the one
0: what's the one not another mac podcast Gaz, you nitwit Brit, have have you been drinking? No, you big young tank. Listen. Not Another Mac Podcast is a roundtable discussion with Mac users and experts from all over the world. Hey
1: Gaz, we've been on that podcast. Are we experts now? Oh, brother. You can find us in
0: iTunes by searching for Not Another Mac Podcast or get it through the Stoplight Network podcast feed. G-Men. Better than you realize. But then they would almost have to be. There's something wrong
1: with us. Something very, very wrong with us. And welcome this back. This is what it's like when you put it all together. <laughs> welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast with Guy and Gaz. Um, we're anticipating that this particular section of the show will be short. Which means, of course, that we'll still be recording at 3 o'clock in the morning, just going over this this same topic over and over again.
0: I do hope not.
1: (laughs) Probably not, because that would be 8 o'clock in the morning for you, and uh, you'd already be at work at that point. Yeah. So so you'd have to be, like, talking on Skype on your way to work.
0: Yes, and there is a very dodgy connection halfway between here and work.
1: (laughs) Well, I would just, like, imitate your voice, and people would think that I was you. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not <sure> about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, um,
0: completely through
1: that. Did <laughs> uh, in this section something I wanted to, que- and we we touched upon it last week, uh, but I, I wanted to, to kind of get Gaz's feel on this. Uh, there was an interview that Tim Cook did last week, and uh, some of the ex- ep- excerpts from it had already been leaked, and one of them. Was that uh, Apple is coming out and they're saying that they're going to invest $100 million for uh, American manufacturing. Now, there's already been some of the new 21.5 inch IMAX release that say on the back of them, assembled in America. However, I mean, considering they have well in excess of $100 billion in cash, $100 million seems to be kind of a mere drop in the bucket. Uh, but when when the, all the nuts and bolts are removed, this isn't actually Apple reopening one of their old plants, but partnering up with other companies to create Apple products in the U.S. Or it, at this point, the only thing that they've committed to is one line of Macintoshes. And I guess my first question to Gaz is, what line do you think it will be? Mac minis. Really?
0: <laughs> no, I no. Actually, I think it's going to be probably one of the Mac, uh, the iMac lines.
1: You know, I was I was thinking about that, and there was a statement that Tim Cook made earlier in the year that because you know, I mean the Mac Pros have have you know haven't really been updated in over two years. Other you know as, as I think they got like a slight performance boost uh, earlier in the year, but you know not nothing really yeah. major. Yeah. Uh, of all the computers that Apple sells. I think the Mac Pros would be the easiest one to set up an assembly line for, since they're mostly a modular type of computer to begin with.
0: Yeah, it's probably, that's probably that could well be a good call, actually, Guy, because also I, I've got a feeling that the majority of their sales for Mac Pros are likely to be, I mean, we don't know this, and this is pure speculation on my part, but I would say that... Percentage wise, let's say 75% of their Mac Pros were sold into the States rather than elsewhere around the world. And if that, you know, whatever that figure is, if it's a high figure, which I, you know, I've just got a sneaky feeling back in my mind that you could well be right, that um, it could well be the Mac Pros, because then if they're putting that uh, form factor together in the States, it's going to save them an awful lot of money on carriage, of course, and freight, yeah. which is something that we spoke about last week with the, the box. Um, design and the weight drop where when it comes to the IMAX, the twenty one inch IMAX for sure, and probably the twenty seven inch when they finally start shipping.
1: Yeah. So that could that could that could well be a good call. Yeah, because I'm I am so, so very smart about these things. I'm never wrong. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I and I also think
0: I also think it is prob it's possibly I mean, $100 million, uh, is, is, it is a bit of a drop in the ocean, but at least it's a, it's a footprint and it's to get them going. And it's possibly a bit of an experiment for them as well. Because if freight charges are starting to go up, the more they sell, you're actually better off having local production in you know, certain areas of the world. So it probably wouldn't be a bad idea for them to have production in the States, in Asia, in Europe. So this could be the start of perhaps a little bit of expansion.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. Um, there's, there's a lot of people who have said for a long time that with you know, the huge profits that Apple makes per you know, giga or whatever you want to, you know, basically any of, any of their product line, that um, a, a lot of people, I'm not really particularly one of them, uh, say that Apple should be producing more of their stuff. Uh, in the US, but there's a reason why they left. And as a matter of fact, there's a reason why all the computer companies left. And, you know, everybody figured they were gone and they would never come back. But here's Apple saying, okay, well, you know, y- yeah, this is just a single line. And I think that depending on how it works out, that they very well could bring a significant portion of their computer. I don't think that the iPad and and iPhone and and the touch and you know the smaller devices I don't think that'll come back but I think for uh the Mac line basically any one of them could could be made in the states
0: well there's it if they keep to a similar form factor certainly to the uh, uh, to the Mac Pro which a lot of people are not expecting them to do but if they do there's also a lot of air inside that box so I don't I don't quite know how tightly fitted those Mac Pros are inside, but uh, most computers of that size, whenever I've opened them up, it seems to be a lot of air that's just uh, doing nothing. A lot well, of space. Well, there's a reason so, for that. It, no, I, I know there's a reason for it, but the, the, my point my point is moving towards the fact that people manufacturers don't like shipping air around the world. Oh, that's and, true. And um, you know, you, you pay not only for weight on freight, but you pay for size as well. Yeah, so for uh, the space. Like, uh, you know, That's right. So that could be one of the reasons. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Uh, My next question to Gaz is, uh, should Apple have partnered up to do this or do you think that they would have been better to go it alone?
0: I think the fact that they've partnered up has actually indicated to me that they are trying trialing and experimenting the process. And that's why I kind of hinted that they might have other manufacturing points around the world because I've seen other manufacturers, and in particular other U.S. manufacturers, do this in other industries as well.
1: Yeah, actually, do you remember uh, last week when when we talked about this briefly, you were saying that that there was a a, a U.S. manufacturer that had brought back some of their manufacturing back to the U.S.? I looked that up. It was General Electric on, I think it was – I think it was for either ovens or dryers. And they just found that, you know, having the engineers that actually created the device there by the assembly line made it easier to make changes. And I think they actually made some significant changes to whatever the design of it was and got rid of, of a bunch of parts that, that really weren't necessary and that you know, it was easier to see they weren't necessary because they were right there, you know, watching, watching them be built. So I think it was... Design design, design engineers have an awful lot of input to
0: a production line. An engineer, a good engineer, set of engineers, don't just sit in the office designing on the CAD. They will actually go out and look at the manufacturing process. They'll have a lot of feedback from the shop floor because an awful lot of design comes from the guys on the shop floor who say, look, if we could do it like this, one, it would make the line quicker, and two... If you look at the finished device, just look at it. It would make it better. So I'm not sure quite how much that is part of a computer manufacturing process. But I've certainly, again, seen it in other manufacturing processes where the interaction between the design team and the actual shop floor production is key.
1: Yep. Uh, Now, Gaz, how important do you think this is for manufacturing outside of Asia? And should this be a first step for Apple and others to manufacture not just in the U.S., but perhaps in the EU as well?
0: Well, as I I kind of hinted, I do think that the fact that they're tying up with a uh, a, – very often they're called JVs, joint ventures. Um, And I think that's possibly what's going to be happening. So uh, I think it will be important because, as I say – manufacturers like to have um points around the world one for uh production of the product being done locally which gives them lots of kudos and two from a transport freight and spreading their wings as well because if you if you have a problem at one plant let's say foxconn has a major problem at their plant how big of a headache is that it, let's say god forbid that Foxconn's plant burnt down, where they, where they, or whichever manufacturer it is that's producing either their iPhone or their iPads or their, you know, more right. over their, their Mac line. You know, well, their and and remember,
1: it's, it's not just the, the physical building that becomes the problem, it's all the tooling to, to make Correct. whatever the device is, which is actually more important than the building itself.
0: That's right. So, so what, you'd, what you'd have then is a major problem that they are then stuck on manufacturing. However, if you've got other points that can um, change and, and um, also change the manufacturing lines, you, because very often um, you only get one line, but these li- these lines can be very uh, flexible in the product that they're producing. And that's another thing that the design team will be thinking about when they're actually designing products so that they can go down a line, but that that line can be adjusted very quickly to produce new machines. So yeah, it's a long-term view, I think, this is.
1: Yep. And would you be willing to pay a little more for products built outside of Asia, or should Apple suck up the margin and keep it at the same price?
0: Well, as a consumer, I'd say that they should suck up the margin and keep it at the same price, but uh, that's not the Apple way. But Apple are very good at keeping their margins high and keeping the same price so they will be weighing this up from all sorts of perspectives as to the total impact on their business and that's why I think this is a bit of an experiment just to see how much freight they can take out of this process how much their design engineers can, can interact and how much savings uh, they can make from the, uh, the less amount of time that is lost when communicating with engineers to the manufacturing teams,
1: yeah, well, you know that they're building that new facility down, I think it's near Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, i I have to wonder you know whether whether Apple is going to do this by themselves or or whether they're actually going to uh, partner up with you know it was funny because there was an announcement right after this that Foxconn was thinking about expanding their presence in the u s and uh, I, th- I think we actually made a joke about it, or I made a joke about it a couple of weeks ago that there was a sudden increase in in uh, suicidal Chinese visas or some something along those lines. Um, I, I you know I, I I don't know if if Foxconn I don't think Foxconn could do business the same way they do in China uh, here in the U.S. It, it just it just is a, is a different type of world. So. How much it's going to cost per unit, as compared to when they're made someplace else, th- will will definitely have a factor in what the final cost of any of these machines are going to be. And yeah, but there. there go ahead. There,
0: there, there are also lots of other costs which manufacturers take into account. It's you know they do take in the whole rather than just. The manufacturing cost of a product to the point there are lots of other things to take into account, and uh, Apple will be very aware of that, especially with Tim Cook at the helm.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he is the supply supply guru, and uh, I think we've beaten that to about to uh, to death, so to speak. And I, 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 I was I, I, quite, I quite enjoyed that. Actually. Yeah, it was fun. I quite enjoyed that. And yeah. if you if you have a topic that you I think, would like, I think,
0: I think we I think we prove we absolutely know nothing. But there you go, that's, that's, that, that, that's what we're good at.
1: That's yeah. what we're good at. We're, we're like the Seinfeld of podcasts. Uh, if, <laughs> if if you would like to suggest a topic that, that you would like to hear Gaz and I expand on or expound on or expand <laughs> our – Expunge. Expunge on. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you can do it in several different ways. We'll talk about a bunch of them in the next segment. Or you can go to our new Google Plus community page and do it right there. And we'd love to hear from you. Anyway, uh, everyone, please stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network.
0: Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested
1: in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast. Part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts.
0: Hoping there won't be a repeat of the Revolutionary War. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the final section of the MyMac podcast with the G-Men guy and, well, myself, Gaz. Hey! um, Now... What I'm currently doing is nodding my head.
1: Ah. Hit it. Gases tips. Most of them. Gases tips. Most of them. Gases tips. It's time for Gases Tip. Oh, that was just mean. That was just mean. <laughs> we'll
0: we we'll have to we'll have to just explain to the people before I go into the tip w- yeah. what I did there. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, Just before we came back on, Guy said, give me the nod when you want me to start for Gazzy's tip.
1: (laughs) 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 And I was nodding my head. (laughs) I I said I was ready. I wasn't ready.
0: (laughs) Okay. Using Safari 6.0.2 on Mountain Lion, I'm not sure, I didn't have a chance to check if this is available on Lion as well. Uh, if you've got a lot of tabs open, sometimes – and Guy mentioned this at the top of the hour. Hey.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, see what I did there? Yeah, it sometimes fun. it's difficult to see. Go on. Go on. Uh, go on. With, uh, with, with uh, what? Uh, you was going uh, to say something. Or, uh, or was it just "ug" that you was, said? No, it was just,
1: okay. just UGG. Uh, so I, uh, I do
0: right. that sometimes. Ugh. So if you have a lot of tabs open, sometimes it's difficult to see without clicking on each particular tab exactly what is in each one especially if you've got you know lots of tabs open and the wording gets smaller and smaller and smaller well there's an easy option as i mentioned on safari 6.0.2 on mountain Line at least once you have more than one tab open you will see a little icon appear next to the create new tab plus button um, which is just below your main toolbar And that icon looks like a, well, it actually looks like a TV with two very thin um, speakers either side of it. But really, it's just a rectangle with two long, thin rectangles either side of it. And if you click on that, it will then show you a, um, I suppose it's a cover view like uh, icon where you can flip through using your magic mouse or trackpad, uh, all the arrows on your keyboard. And you can quickly th- flip through and then choose by he- either pressing uh, or clicking your mouse or pressing return on the particular page that you're on. And it will bring up that page. So there's a quick tip to whip through your open tabs.
1: And you can you can actually do it uh, one tab at a time with your arrow keys.
0: I did mention the arrow keys, but I'll let you off oh, there. Oh,
1: did you? Okay, because while you yes. were talking about it, I was... You was playing. You yeah, was, was playing, playing, weren't you? I missed it. I'm so sorry. Are you, are you nodding again? Nodding. Yeah, I'm nodding. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's
0: the end of Gaz's Tips.
1: That's the end of Gaz's Tips. the Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips.
0: I love it. What I find funny, what I find really, actually, the more I think about it, I find it hilarious, why haven't I got those jingles? Because then I can hit them when I need to hit them.
1: That's true. That's true. I, as a matter of <laughs> fact, that would make a lot more sense than me Actually, having I think, them.
0: I, I think it makes more. It makes more fun you having them though.
1: <laughs> well, I I need to send them to you for those times when, uh, for yes. one reason or another, you know I'm not on the podcast. Because uh, didn't you do it with the, the last time? You did it with James Turner Woodpad.co.uk. Um, you you didn't have the 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 Gaz's tips Correct. jingle, Correct. so and I, and I and I actually said,
0: "Guy, insert Gaz's tip here."
1: <laughs> yeah, which I did. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you want to go first? You want me to go?
0: Uh, you can go first.
1: Okay. Uh, well this this week the uh, the one I have from you is is old school, and I have enjoyed this game. For many, many years, but hadn't played it in a long time because uh when it first came out, you had to have the c d you know in your machine in order to start the game, you know good old copy protection and but now uh, the company in particular has released it into the the Mac app store, and I can play it again without those stupid discs and the game is roller coaster tycoon three. It's available from the Mac App Store from Aspire for $29.99 US. And I cannot tell you how much fun I have had making roller coasters. And uh you can I mean basically it's it's kind of a you, you can play it like in a sandbox mode and you can, you know, money is not an object. You can build these these incredible roller coasters that, that go high up into the sky and then down into the pits of hell. And it's just a lot of fun. And I've really, really enjoyed it. Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 is on the Mac App Store. Buy a Spire for
0: $29.99. Why would I want to buy a Spire?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> the, the, the the Spire itself is... Kind of tall and, and covered with Legos.
0: Okay,
1: okay, Lighted Legos.
0: Now, the pick I've got is called uh, Flick Golf, and it's an iOS, iPhone, uh, iPad Touch, or iPad game. Here, here's a quick taster from the developer's website. Flick Golf is unique, beautiful, and so challenging, it's hard to put down. The real question is, can you master it? No clubs, no rules. Just flick, spin, and curve your shots to try and sink that perfect hole-in-one. Watch out for usual hazards, bunkers, water, trees, and sand. And don't forget the wind. It's not that easy, just madly addictive. Now, I love this. (laughs) I go into this app to have a quick play, and I find myself far too long later still playing it.
1: (laughs) Uh, While the people in front of you are like, sir, sir... Sir, why are you here, sir? Never mind, I've got this last hole I have to do. (laughs) Um, It has
0: one in-app purchase, which I know that we don't like, but this in-app purchase I think is a good example of what a good in-app purchase should be. You can unlock all of the courses for £1.49, so that's possibly i don't know $1.99 or somewhere in that region yeah, it's probably or $2.49 like $2. something like that 2.49 for um uh, for all of the courses to be unlocked which i think is reasonable a reasonable price for the game because it is free so i think this type of in-app purchase is good because it gives you a taste of the game and if you want to go further and keep the game and move on you then choose to purchase more of the game which i think is how it works well
1: well it's the way and, it should uh, work
0: it's The way it should work, and so this has been uh, executed very well by fullfat.com. Um, that's uh, that's the name of the website where you can see other games. There's an actually flick golf extreme as well, and there's a few other games on the, on the website, but um, this one I can recommend it. It's good fun, easy to pick up and put down, which I think is what this. Particular device is all about, guy, isn't it? The iOS devices. They're about quick interactive games. I mean, there are some more uh, games out there which you can get really entrenched with, but it's an absolutely superb device because you've got it on you all the time just to pick up, have a yeah. quick few knock arounds of golf or whatever, a few rounds of uh, golf and, uh, and then put back down. So uh, go and have a play. I enjoyed it. I think you will too.
1: Yeah, and I, I say kudos. To uh, to full fat if that's the name of the company for for this type of in app purchase this is the kind that doesn't bother me because they basically let you like you were saying they let you get a taste for the game and if you like it then you've just got that one purchase to unlock the entire rest of the game so you yep. know it, it's kind of it's it's a good way to uh, it, and it's probably what Apple intended with in app purchases to allow you to. Uh, try something out and if you like it in-app purchase lets you unlock the rest of the game and and instead of you know multiple levels of in-app purchases from anywhere from you know another 99 cents to a hundred dollars for you know everything and i that i cannot get behind but something like this i can i think that's a good deal
0: yep excellent excellent and uh so yeah if people if I don't think we've got any iTunes reviews this week, which is fair enough. We're not gonna talk about um Facebook. <coughs> uh, uh, we're, not, we're, likes. Not talk, we're not gonna talk about Google Plus, because we've spoken about that already. Um iTunes, if you'd like to leave a review, likes. please do so. But if, do, <laughs>
1: <Zed>. <laughs> but if you
0: do But if you if you do wanna leave a review, please email Guy because you will get a prize. Now, yeah. Guy, Yeah, what's that e- What's that email address?
1: Uh, that email address to let me know that you've done an iTunes review, but uh, please actually do an iTunes review before you send it to me, is uh, guy at mymac.com. And you can let me know that you've sent me an email. That's <laughs> awkward. By <laughs> l- <laughs> contacting me through uh, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash... Mac (laughs) Parrot. What about you, Gaz? Uh, Pretty similar. How can they let you know that they need to send me an email? (laughs) They can send me an email. Gaz, G-A-Z,
0: at my my mac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z. Z-A-D. M-A-Z. (laughs) Z-A-D. You can also contact both of us at twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Z Z Z Z. You can also You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com, which will go through to Fearless Leader, who will moderate modera, modulate, who will moderate, have a laugh at your email, and think, yes, they deserve that criticism and forward <laughs> it onto us.
1: God knows. Stop us before we podcast again. And you can yes. also contact us through – actually, you know, I, I actually made a, um, uh, like a, a little logo that said something like that. Guy and Gaz, stop them before they podcast again. I should put that out like on Cafe or Press or something for people that, that really, really <laughs> I'd would buy like that. to have something.
0: I'd, I'd, I'd buy that T-shirt.
1: I'd wear it proudly. <laughs> you can also contact us through Skype like my brother Larry and our good friend Eddie from New York. And thank you. I'm so glad to hear that you made it through uh, that, that big storm, okay, Eddie. Uh, that number is area code 703 436 9501. Yes, indeedy. Uh, and uh, actually, you know, I, I, I just saw something you put in the box. <laughs> <laughs> God. We can't do we we can't do that, guys. We <laughs> Oh you're
0: killing me. We can't oh oh my you can't leave it there now. I'll
1: do it. I'll take uh, the flak. Okay. Alright, all right. Well you do the next I, bit. Before before we before we go, I'd like to thank everybody <laughs> for probably the very last time that they download the MyMac.com podcast. We, we love you all, and we really, really appreciate it, and we hope that in spite of Gaz and myself, that you will continue to do so for, for a very, very long time, and uh, I, I think I would like to say, Gaz, that this is the best show I've ever done, except for maybe this next well, bit. Or ever Or ever probably, will or, do or, or ever will do This is This will be our last show Well maybe Who knows I think this is the best show I've ever done And I'm good enough Smart enough And doggone it People Used To like me Slut <laughs> Guy Really guy It's Danish for end <laughs> Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at the... uh... No, we we get to this last page, Gaz. uh, We're we're done. Uh, We get to this last page, and I don't always look at like (laughs) the the stuff that's coming up. I'm looking at the stuff that we're going to be doing right away. Yeah. And just as I got, we got past the the email and contact information, and I was looking at. I scrolled down a little bit and I saw the, the Rim Tobertson part where you know we say that every week. Yeah. And and then I saw in big red letters underlined. Underlined big red letters. <laughs> <laughs> and it stopped me dead in my tracks.
0: <laughs> <sighs> now there there is now a longer you word find which is that out. do you know? I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I think I think I actually wrote into Google, what is the Danish word for end? And why I picked on the Danes, I've got no idea, but I just thought Danish. Yeah, I bet they've got a good word for end. And what I actually found was something which was like, um, it was slut something. I can't quite remember what the the full word was now, which means uh, the end. And I thought, well, I can't use the end because we don't, um, we don't, uh we don't do the end, we just do end. And then I found somewhere that said or oh, you can use slut for end or finish. So um
1: I can't I <laughs> that's can't.
0: That's how find I found it. it. I'm having I'm looking at
1: Oh slut spurt?
0: Yeah. Slut yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's even worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, all it's right. probably slu- i
0: it's probably it's probably Schlud.
1: I'm I, I'm not going to, to do a limerick this week. I'm gonna put in this bit with us talking. <laughs> okay. I want people to know I, I'm a, I'm currently at answers.yahoo.com. dot com. The question is, what does the Danish word slutspert mean? And the best answer <laughs> as chosen by voters from answers.yahoo.com dot com is that the Norwegian Online diction this is the, the answer for the for the the, um, the meaning of the word from the Norwegian online dictionary for slutspurt. Uh that is the final push. For example, the <laughs> final the final push in a ten thousand meter race or the <laughs> final push before an exam is a slutspurt.
0: Yeah, that's not quite what I found. To be perfectly honest with you, what I found was it, what it's coming all of this is pointing to the word that end or slut means something to do with finish or end, you know, completion. So uh, I'm quite happy with that. I, I don't know why you were worried about us using that.
1: <laughs> well, in German, the noun schluss,
0: spurt, okay. means,
1: it, it, means the last well, let me give run, you, final run
0: at the end of the race. There you go, you see. Everybody in Europe will not have a problem with me saying slut. Or slut, uh, <laughs> But what's even funnier is um, fart in Danish means
1: fast <laughs> or so, speedy or quick, something along my, those lines. So if you were going really, really fast and you were near the end of a race, that <laughs> would be a fart slut. <laughs> Sluts, spart, sluts fart. <laughs> oh, oh, people, dear. people, now, people.
0: Yeah. And you thought people weren't going to like us after my one word. <laughs> <laughs>